You're listening to G4D, Grounds for Discussion, a weekly music podcast hosted by your two most caffeinated hosts, Adam and John. So sit back, relax, pour yourself a cup of coffee, and enjoy the following episode. Once again, and you, hey, you you okay there? Yeah, yeah, you're all right. All good. You're you're all right. You're you're doing okay. All is good. <laughs> all is well. <laughs> I have. You a... were just like staring down at the floor, and I was like, "Are you all right?" Oh no, all's good. I'm oh good. okay. I'm good. I'm just eagerly staring at this beautiful craft of uh, Chemex coffee that I have in front of me. Oh yeah. Here on G4D. AKA grounds for discussion. discussion. Hi friends. It is I, Adam. And I am John. Hi, John. I, I almost said this is also Adam. <laughs> I was like, wait a second. That's you should have. That'd have been funny. Yeah. yeah. Do a little bit. Oh. Who's on first? Adam is. Who? When we both <laughs> say at the same time. Right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Mm. Okay. All so. right. So John has brought over a gift from the country of Germany. It's called Cruzeiro? Cruzeiro? I don't even want to even attempt to. You know, honestly, I probably can't say it any better myself. That's all good. But um, it is special coffee from Germany. It's got hints of fruit, chocolate, and nougat. Yum. Where did you uh, acquire this coffee from, good sir? So my sister resides in Dortmund, Germany, along with her uh, boyfriend, Dennis. Shout out to both Dennis and Vanessa. Fans of the show, thank you for your su- support. Heck yes. Of course, my sister has to support us. You know, <laughs> she's obligated by law. Rachel, if you're listening to, relative. please support your brother. <laughs> she's probably like, yeah, now nah, I'm good. Uh, you listen to weird music, Adam. <laughs> Everything uh, you listen to is weird. It's the one thing, right? Every time I show Rachel something, it's like, oh, you might like this. Like, this is weird. What are you showing her that she thinks I is weird? I don't know. Just everything. Just, I listen to <laughs> hippie garbage, I guess. I don't know. Whatever. Well, I'm sure there are some people out there who would say the same thing about me. So mm. it's it's quite all right. Yeah, so they brought us this coffee, and I'm very excited to touch it. Not touch it. Drink it. I mean, you can't touch it. It I mean, is quite hot, though. I just pulled this off the... Uh... <laughs> that was a 212-degree boiling water it was at one point, so... Yeah. To check out the live footage of it of our on our Instagram story. Well, it'll only be up there for twenty four hours. So. <laughs> you have till now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's let's cheers and yeah. try this little Excited guy. Excited to try this. It smells really good. Mm. Ooh. Mm. Wow, mm-hmm. that is chocolatey. Mm. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Like a bitter I, chocolate. I like it a lot, though. I like it a lot. Now. Wow. The one thing that's really great about this is that it's f- not just like from germany it actually was made in germany Ooh. and the whole package is in german too and you know it tells me when we can use it by so we have until let's see i think until november oh well, well it'll definitely be gone before november yeah you're right it'll it be gone be. for november be gone for november be gone for november <laughs> the beans come from brazil but it was roasted in germany i should say hmm. so yeah yum i do uh, like brazilian coffee yeah, it's very I, light tasting. I do too. 
this is this definitely has a very bitter chocolatey taste yeah i i dig the flavor on this quite a bit this is something i could probably drink every day yeah this is tasty Mm -hmm. i like this a lot thank you a lot vanessa and dennis thank you so much thanks vanessa and dennis when they gave it to me because it had flown over here obviously Mm -hmm. um they the package was like vacuum sealed so it was like really really tight oh yeah because the air pressure on the plane yeah yeah exactly but uh thankfully no coffee beans were harmed in the travel (laughs) process it it smells so good it's really good Mm -hmm. yeah i'm enjoying this quite a bit yum and you know what i'm also kind of enjoying Mm. the two artists we're going to talk about today oh fun yeah we have sharon van edden and maggie rogers another double shot double 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 (laughs) click click boom (laughs) oh (laughs) wait so is that saliva or pod um i think saliva is click click boom but pod is here comes the boom right here comes the what here comes the boom both could be used at any sporting event (laughs) it's the beauty of each of those songs yeah, that's uh, that's true. That's very very true. At FSU, they used to play Enter Sandman like right before the game started. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, that's kind of cool. That's a good pump up song. Yeah. What's um? Hmm, is that the one where it has it like? No, that's one. That's right. Yeah. That's Enter Sandman one. is. Do you think he in real life adds in the nah when he's like talking? Like like his wife is like, Hi honey, can you uh pick up some milk on the way home? Sure. You want one percent or two percent? <laughs> Or do you want the almond milk? <laughs> I've heard oat is pretty good, dear. Okay, we'll give it a try. <laughs> uh, Welcome to McDonald's. Can I take your order, please? Yeah! <laughs> you never, you ever see like those prank videos where like people take like celebrity soundboards and call people and just like, yeah. I'd love to see like a was James Hetfield one. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> Hello, sir. Yeah! What? <laughs> Can I help you today? Yes, sir. I don't know. That was more like, yes, sir. That was more like Scott Stapp. But... Eh, yeah, yeah, not that far off. Yeah. Right? <laughs> oh, very far off. But uh... Yeah, yeah. No, no. Completely far off. So I'm excited to talk to you about these two artists because, quite honestly, I haven't heard any of their material prior to these new albums that just dropped. Oh. So I've heard couple of songs from Sharon Van Etten. I actually have her first album on vinyl. It's excellent. Excellent, oh, okay. excellent, excellent album. Um, but yeah, she's an indie singer-songwriter, beautiful voice, kind of very mellow topics and songs and just about love and loss and different things like that. But her newest album, which is called Remind Me Tomorrow. Yeah, it's her first album in five years. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh... I I have a lot of thoughts about both of these artists that we're going to talk about today, but also don't at the same time. And I'll explain what I mean by that here in a second. Interesting. So coming into this artist fresh, I figured she was a singer-songwriter. 
And I knew there was a lot of buzz behind this. And then leading up to our review, a lot of people were already saying like, oh, this is one of the best albums of the year so far. You know, a lot of people are already predicting it's going to be on the best of 2019 music charts. Excuse me. And I can see why. I can definitely see why. But there's also part of me, too, that feels like from listening to this album that there's a certain emotional resonance with it that I can't quite quantify. Like, I think it's definitely a fantastic album from beginning to end with like this kind of minimalistic but very personal approach throughout the whole album. I can very much see her playing at a small indie venue. Yeah, it's crazy that she's headlining all these big, you know, events this year. I mean, that's great. Like, that's yeah. awesome. But, like, these songs I would love to see in a more, like, little complex. They're more intimate. Know. They're very, yeah. She's a very personal, intimate singer. Agreed. Yeah, and that's kind of one of the things that makes her stand out of you know, that kind of genre is just her style and her approach and the simplicity of it. And when you can not only be a strong songwriter, but also like provide strong personality in your music, like that oh, to yeah. me is a sign of a successful album. Oh yeah. It's definitely all there. Like with all the sounds and styles she's like playing with and like there's so many different like themes and levels to it. It's really mm -hmm. cool. Yeah, I, I agree. There were definitely some moments where I was like, oh, I wasn't kind of expecting that genre of music to kind of come in here but she woo she wove it in really seamlessly yeah without kind of throwing you for a loop heck yes this album really kind of like flows really neatly into it into it uh song after song yeah kind of like the james blake album we talked about earlier this week you know there's a lot of different styles on it but it flows just somehow all well together it does and at one point i felt myself just really kind of getting lost in it yeah. Like it almost floats at some point. The so way that's kind like of a weird way to describe no, it. No, no, no. Cause her first album is kind of like that too. Like you get very involved in like the story and trying to figure out what she's talking about and kind of how she got there and like where the music is going next. So yeah, I totally see that. Yeah. It's, and to be quite honest with you, the first time I heard it, I was super sleepy. So, and I, it's not like I didn't want to stay up to listen to it. I was engaged but because of how tired I was and the sound that was going on, I kind of felt like I was being like lulled to sleep in like this rundown bar, you know, where it's just me and the bartender in, in the bar and then her just playing our guitar off in the corner. Yeah. Very <laughs> atmospheric. Yeah. And I think, too, from a lyrical standpoint, I was kind of surprised at just how some points she would come up with these statements of just like... I don't know. They, they, I wouldn't say they quite like hit you in the gut, but they're just kind of like, they're very yeah. assertive. She's yes. very like, this is how I feel. I'm not going to like put fancy words to kind of make you guess how I feel. She's very direct. Yes. Very. Which is what I really like about her songwriting too. Mm -hmm. She's very direct in your face, but also has this way of being like kind of mellow. And I really like the production behind this too as well. Yeah. So John, uh, Congleton, I think his last name is, he's done stuff for St. Vincent before, and I could really see his influence on this album, because I think that that kind of, like, jaggedness to the album that we get with other previous St. Vincent albums is felt here as well, and I think that really adds something to this. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I, I also kind of feel like, too, that 
there's a little bit of, say, maybe Bruce Springsteen in this. Yeah, I can see that a little bit. I think there's also just kind of like this really just, mm, you know, almost a, it's almost confessional, you know, in a way too, where it's kind of like, I don't really let this kind of stuff out unless I'm performing or songwriting or what have you. So I just, I feel like the, there's something there that's like hard for me to quantify. And I don't mean that in a bad way, of course. I just think that like when I'm there in the moment, it's just kind of hard to quantify. Yeah, she's very, you know, you have to really sit down and listen to everything she's saying. I agree. Kind of thing like, and I've been liking this trend with artists, like, you know, not making just singles just to make singles, but just cohesive albums that you have to sit down and like really, really listen to. Yeah. And that's kind of, and I'm glad she took her time on this album because she got to experiment with a lot of different sounds and styles and kind of tell her story. So I, I love the minimal minimalistic aspect too, as well. I really think that being minimalistic can be difficult for some artists but those who do it like do it extremely well and she falls into that category because being minimalistic doesn't mean that you restrict yourself it just means you work with what you know works best and you almost build upon that instead of like trying to like be like all right well i want to experiment with this crazy new sound just because i think it sounds cool right no everything she does makes sense and fits together yeah i I, I got to be honest, like a lot of these songs do kind of run together for me, especially towards the latter half of this album. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think that the first five, six songs are stronger than the last four on here. Not to say that the those final four songs are bad in any way, shape or fo- form. I just think that it starts out a lot stronger than it ends. Yeah. And... I do see why there's a lot of buzz behind this. It's it's an odd album to like kind of hype up because I think I'd have a tough time recommending it to a lot of people if they aren't appreciative if if they aren't appreciative of singer-songwriters who can develop these kind of intimate settings mm-hmm. with their albums. Yeah, there are other alternative singer-songwriters I would recommend if you're one of those people, but I think we can kind of jump into our final thoughts here. But yeah, if you are looking for something really unique and something personal and just something that's like in the moment and you need to escape, I think this is a great album for that. And oh, I'm teetering, man. I'm teetering. It's, yeah. it's either I got to have it or an own it. But oh. Got to do one. I know. Clock is ticking down. I'm, I'm going to be generous today. Yeah. Yeah, I'm feeling it. It's a gotta have it. <laughs> it's the coffee, it's so huh? good. No, I don't. I don't know, man. Just, just her, the way she just delivers everything, and the style, and the vocals, and the instruments, and the experimentation with it. I don't know. It's just like I cannot not say have it because you need it. You know, it's mm-hmm. one of those you need to listen to. So that's why I'm sticking with. Okay. Um, I I am gonna go with Aonet, and that's not nice. to say that I disagree with your rating at all i think i just need to spend more time with yeah it. you definitely I, I listened to it like once or twice i definitely need more but i definitely yes. see why it's getting the accolades it is yeah I, I listened to it twice and like i said one of those times i think it was just me not being in the right headspace not mm-hmm. necessarily that the album was. oh yeah she drops a lot a lot on you yeah she does she does it feels 
almost like music that sets you in this kind of mood of where, oh boy, I, I feel like I should start reflecting on feelings and people that I don't even know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's very much one of those kind of albums where I feel like several of these songs could be played in like the soundtrack to uh, a movie where like you have the part where the couple is broken up or is fighting or something like that. It just matches up pretty well with something like that. Yeah. It's, it's a bit haunting a little bit too, because really you kind of get the sense that these are characters and voices and personal experiences that you really get the sense of what they feel and you really get the sense of like, what they're feeling is overbearing. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what makes it a little bit haunting is like to kind of bring these feelings onto you that otherwise you wouldn't be feeling if you weren't listening to the album. So that's why it definitely gets to know it from me. Heck yes. So I, I'm, I'll definitely come back to this one. I think so. I think I'll need to be in the right mindset. You know, I think it's definitely one of those kind of albums. Yeah. So... Cool. Shifting gears. Zip, zip. Yeah, so I've never heard of this artist before, but you told me about her. Her name is Maggie Rogers. Mm-hmm. Her new album, Heard It in a Past Life. Yes. So from what I was reading, it sounds like John Legend discovered her. Pharrell. Pharrell, okay. Yeah. I was close. He discovered her during a master class at NYU. It actually went viral, too, when he discovered her. And, you know, at that point, you know, she was a Maryland native. She was 22. And she kind of really just started developing into this pop singer. And it seems like now this is kind of like there's this realization like, okay, I've had this viral uh, sensation. You know, I've been recognized for doing something really unique. And I need to develop my pop voice more and this is like her really trying to take it to that next level with this album. So there's been a lot of buzz that's being generated behind this. But does it live up to the hype? Adam. I I liked certain things about this album. I I think similar to what you were saying, kind of this album starts off extremely, extremely strong. And then just by the end, it just kind of dips down not in a bad way but like she should have almost reversed the order of some of these songs i feel like there were very powerful you know pop ballads that are in your face and loud but then just the tone of it kind of shifts and i feel like there should have been a better balance of like the pacing of the record i agree and that's what happens when you have several different producers on here very varying degrees of producers on here yeah you got rotstam who's done vampire weekend stuff before and has done some albums that really we really love and then we also have um someone named uh, greg kirsten on here too as well who worked on the song um light on yeah and, i like that one a lot yeah i like that one too and i gotta be honest with you i think the main takeaway that i discovered from this album is that this is music that i'm most likely to hear while shopping at j crew like it's that safe for shoppers it's not you know these big a big popular artist but it's not somebody too indie or too hipster or too abstract Mm -hmm. it's like she's right in that middle of well she's not quite ariana grande but She's not 
uh, death grips either. <laughs> you know, it's like she's got like this middle. She definitely has a very unique pop sound. Yes. That's definitely appealing to a lot of people. I was playing, you know, for Carrie and I, we were just listening to both her record last night. And she's like, I really like this. I'm like, yeah, there's really good like pop songs on this, you know? Yes. Although I have to say, so this, and this is where I kind of just went, wait, 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 hold on. So the song past life, it's Mm -hmm. exactly almost exactly. And I'm going to call this, she might get sued for that one by Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. Because it sounds exactly like dreams. All right. I'm I, off air. I'm going to have to give it a shot and take a look at it. Yeah. So hold on. I'm going to play a little bit right here. All right. Let's see. It's mostly in the that part. Okay. All right. You see like that. I could see her being influenced by Stevie Nicks, though. But like it's bad. Hold on. All right. Okay. Right. All right. It's literally a slowed down version of Dreams. I'm going to fast forward to the chorus so you can really hear that melody. Okay. All right. Yeah, I see it. I see it. I definitely see it. I'm kind of a little baffled at how close it is. Uh, yeah. yeah you hear it yeah i do yeah i like i was like that's fleetwood mac like that's totally fleetwood mac oh uh, yeah mm. i mean i could i could see her probably saying something like oh yeah they were an influence but oof. Yeah, yeah it's it's bad you're really good at that by the way oh thanks for, for those of you at home who are listening in <laughs> who don't know adam as well as i do he can pick out that kind of stuff from a mile away oh yeah like i feel like almost every day we hang out you bring up a new song that ripped off another one i don't know you just had this uncanny ability for whatever reason that'd be your mutant superpower i can find out rip off some songs yeah. ed sheeran creates them i find them out you know it happens <laughs> but yeah i don't know this it's definitely it's, it's a very strong album at the beginning and then just towards the end i just kind of like okay you know there's there's some good songs on. I think the singles are really strong, but I think as a cohesive album, it just doesn't do it for me. I would agree with that completely. Like there are definitely singles and I know I was making a joke, but really I guarantee you I'm going to hear at some point in a place like J crew. Oh yeah. It's a, it's very pop friendly and J crew friendly. Yeah. Very, very pop friendly, but not like something you would hear on the radio. Yeah. You know, hence my comparison from earlier. Yeah. I think we can kind of jump in final thoughts here. Yeah, I. there were points where I was kind of really vibing with this album. I think she has some really underdeveloped lyrics at points. Like they're just a little bit safe, a little bit predictable. And I feel like maybe there's always that factor with pop music, even in this day and age. But I'm still kind of going along with it. You know, she'll blend things like R&B and, you know, just very light indie pop and... You know, she can also kind of come on and be a little, you know, kind of like sultry to someone as well. So she she has something there. And I just don't think that working with all different types of producers on this album made, made sense to me. I think there needed to be one producer mm-hmm. who was really fine-tuning 
this album and really kind of giving it some kind of cohesion because listening to this, I felt like, oh, I like this song. Eh, this song is forgettable. Oh, this song is really catchy and yeah. fun. Eh, Definitely this one's kind of boring, you know? And when an album's like back and forth like that, it's just kind of, I don't know. It's, it's not just disappointing. It's also a little bit frustrating as well because I was all about getting into this because I was thinking like, all right, you know, it's her story's really cool. And, you know, she's really trying to like really broaden her horizons and really take it to the next level. And there's all these different things that I typically like, you know, I talked about R and B and indie and synth pop. There's even some acoustic folk in there too. Like all these things I should like, and it really never crossed over that divide. It was like, you're so close. You're so close. And there's some points where I think like, all right, I can do it. It's enjoyable while you're listening to it, but it's not something that you're going to listen to again and again. It's absolutely an album that fits into the, I like it, but I don't love it. Realm. Mm-hmm. And that's why for me, it's going to get a stream it. Oh, wow. Stream it. Okay. Interesting. So <clears throat> like I said, I think the first out, al- the first part of this album is really strong. The tracks are just really in your face, very proud, and she gives it her all. I, like I can feel the energy from her on it, and I mm-hmm. think she, Maggie Rogers is an extremely talented musician. I think at the end of the day, though, with the production and you know just the the, the shifts in songs, and I think she, you know, going back to your point, she needs one producer to be like, okay. This is your style. This is what works. We can deviate from it, but let's form the song list better to make a better story. So you're not throwing all your huge bangers at the beginning and then kind of drifting at the end. Cause that's the worst thing you want to do is lose momentum. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what kind of happened is, you know, it lost momentum towards the end, but I am excited to see what she does in the future. And I think she has a great, great possibility of doing more good things. So because I really like that first half of the album, I'm going to give this a download it. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I think those those couple first tracks are really good, and definitely you should get those. So. Yeah, yeah. It's if if those later song if those latter songs were worth checking out as well, I would have gone into that. But for me, I feel like there are definitely quite a few songs that you just nah, they're just not memorable. Yeah, exactly. She puts them all at the beginning. That's the problem. She should have spaced them out more. I agree. I agree. Like, do the do a big banger, then kind of bring it down, then get a big banger, you know? Yeah, yeah. She she needs somebody that's going to take her to that next level. Yeah, and I think working with five producers, telling her how to do things, you know. If she made a whole album with Rotsam, I think we would have had a much better album. I think so, too. Because I did like that track, Falling Water, that she does with him. Yeah, that one's good. So, I and I, and I think he's just really smart at doing that. I mean, we, we've talked him up before, but... That, that's what I think is really needed, not just to like create a better album, but also to kind of make her stick out a bit more. Yeah. Well, speaking of Rostam, really quick, do you want to Vampire Weekend dropped uh, two new songs today? Oh, yeah. Let's, let's do you want to give them a little just. Yeah, we'll do a little, quick uh, little, little chat. Little, 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 little chat. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know, Vampire Weekend is coming out with their new al- album called FOTB, which we found out stands for Father of the Bride. They are releasing two singles every two months until the release of the album, I think, or something along those lines. Yeah, I don't think there's an official release date still for the album. Right, but it's a double album, mm-hmm. so two LPs, and they released Harmony Hall today along with 2021, 
And I think on Monday or Tuesday of this week, they released a two-hour just kind of instrumental of Harmony Hall. It was just the beginning song of it kind of on loop as yeah, a, as a tease. Yeah, just kind of hyping things up. Yeah, so, yeah, John and I were talking about this earlier, but mm, you want to dive in first? So I'm always concerned when an artist that I like goes from a smaller indie label to a huge label. So in this case, Vampire Weekend, their first three albums were on Excel Recordings, and now they're with Sony Music. And a lot of artists that we like are doing this, such as Grizzly Bear and LCD Sound System, partially because of the streaming age that we live in. Like the way that they're going to make their money, they had to change that up. And they're not going to get it at these smaller labels. So they have to sign to your Sony, your Columbia, what have you. But the problem is, is usually when that happens too, something kind of gets lost along the way. And I don't necessarily mean this in a, oh, you know, like now they're on a major label. So, you know, they don't sound hipster anymore. No, I just mean it in the sense that like they lost Rotstam, who we just mentioned before, who's really focused more on being a producer for a lot of other different projects and has his own solo project too as well. And him not being there, it is felt on these two tracks. Yeah. And I don't know if it's just, you know, time away or you know vampire weekends kind of looking for a new sound and style i'm, I'm gonna go with that i'm not gonna give them the label call yet until the whole album comes out i i agree because, but i am cautious yeah and I, I think that's kind of how you know i'm feeling too is like okay this is different i gotta get used to it a little bit you know towards the end of it it kind of sounds like a grateful dead jam band kind of song with the it piano. definitely sounds like touch of gray yeah it's very like 70s almost rock jam band kind of thing so it'll be interesting to see you know with new people in vampire weekend and not just the four guys anymore how it's going to change their sound and style it sounds familiar in some ways especially ezra koenig who i think his lyrics particularly in this song kind of are him being self-reflective of the you know the fame that he's garnered over time he's almost become a proto-celebrity you know he's got a show on Apple Radio, you know, he's he was he's engaged or with Rashida Jones and they had a child recently. So, you know, he's he's still kind of got this popularity behind him. And I think he kind of reflects on that in this song. So it's like he's basically just saying, I don't uh, you know, it's like I don't want to live, but I don't want to die. Something like that is is yeah. the line. So it's it's very much kind of like that struggle that he has with where he is now as a professional and as a person. And I think that the idea that's there is, okay, that's Vampire Weekend. I see that. I, I You know, it still sounds like them from a singing and lyrical sense, but it's something's missing. Yeah, there's just there's like a grander sound to it. And the thing about Vampire Weekend that was so appealing is that they have like a kind of this lo-fi, you know, big sound but lo-fi. Now it just sounds big sound, mm-hmm. not lo-fi. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see the, you know, 2021 was very short and I feel like that's probably like an interlude song for something. So I'm curious to see what the other singles sound like, but I think honestly listening to it all in this two LP thing will be the way to go just because who knows what's going to happen with it. And I feel like, the singles that they are going to release won't kind of mesh together until you hear it in a grand context. That's what I'm hoping too. I mean, it 
still sounds like them. It's still Vampire Weekend. It's mm-hmm. just, it's not the same. And I think I have to get over the fact that we're just not ever really going to get that kind of sound anymore. I mean, because really the first three albums that they have is kind of like this perfect trilogy of LPs. And they're beyond that now. And that's and that's fine. I Look, that's that's how it is. This happens with plenty of artists, even artists that we love, you know, Modest Mouse, Death Cab for Cutie. I mean, you really can go on and on. They go to a major label and they get this bigger, more lush, more produced sound. And that's absolutely the case here. So I'm just hoping that, to your point, that in the grand scheme of things, it makes sense. If we get a whole album that's like this, I'll still enjoy it. I'm not going to knock it for not being indie enough. Yeah, and I don't want to be like, oh, they don't make music like they used to do in their old days, because I get bands need to experiment in style, but it'll take some time to get used to it. I think that's kind of the general consensus. Yeah, I, I guess I just really hope that the lyrical content is still strong. I, I think it will be. I think that's where Vampire Weekend kind of shines. You know, when Parquet Courts released Wide Awake last year, I know you and I were both very nervous that, you know, it was going to Danger Mouse, they're on a bigger label, they're getting more, you know... Notoriety. Right, exactly. So, like, what's going to happen? But it ended up being my favorite album of the year, so... Yeah, it can happen. Yeah, let's see what happens. So, yeah, I mean, I am cautiously optimistic. I don't want to get overhyped, but I also don't want to just come into this with a negative viewpoint. Exactly. I'm going to try and take it for what it is. And you know what? The album might come out and it might just hit that perfect sweet spot you know, come out in spring, and this definitely sounded like a spring song, you know, very light, very sunny. Mm-hmm. And if the whole rest of the album's like that, I I might end up really enjoying it. I understand that nothing's ever going to beat those first three albums. Nothing will. It, and it's not just because, like, those are the ones that I've heard so many times and just, you know, have become instant classics in my mind. But I think it's also just because the band is different now. And that's something that I'm just going to have to get used to. Mm-hmm. So, cool. Yeah, man. Well, before we wrap up here, uh, I just want to say cheers again to you, buddy. Hey, cheers to you. The, you, you. You always make a fantastic cup of coffee. And I just really can't thank all of our fans enough. Seriously. I think 2019 is already off to a great start. Heck yes. And thanks again to Vanessa and Dennis for sending us this beautiful, beautiful coffee all the way from Germany. Yeah. Can't, can't get enough of it. This bag will be empty soon enough. Soon enough, sir. Good stuff. Mm, 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 mm. So, all right. (sighs) Back next week. Back next week. Stay tuned for our first albums of the month blog post oh yeah so it's just kind of like a catch-up along with our you know regular shows they have per week we want to start talking about the music that we can't get around to covering there's been some other great albums that we haven't even mentioned that have been coming out the short little blurbs about them and then give you links to go check them out on your preferred streaming service we're going to kind of do that on a monthly basis and kind of see how it comes out yeah so and then from there we might even have some other blog posts too that we've been talking about too so i'm excited bro 2019, sir. Hey, cheers to that. Cheers to that. Mm. <sighs> and I'm going to be wide awake and alert today. <laughs> Whew. Nothing wrong with that, sir. Hey, this has been another fun episode. I always love recording with you here on G4D, a.k.a. Grounds for Discussion. discussion. Don't forget, we have website, g4dpodcast.com. We are on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Music, 
And you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, or our email, which is g4dpodcast at gmail.com. Love Thanks. you, G4D fam. Hell yeah. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of G4D, Grounds for Discussion with Adam and John. Stay up to date on future episodes and all our caffeine-induced antics on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the username G4D underscore podcast. Drop us a line at g4dpodcast at gmail.com if you have any music suggestions, general questions, or business inquiries. You can find our podcast on iTunes, and John and I would super appreciate if you rated and subscribed to our show. May your cup and heart always be full of coffee, good music, and cliche motivational ending sentences. Thanks.